0: What's going on, all you people out there? This week on Cabin 5, the very first episode, Mick and JD are going to get to know each other just a little bit better. We're going to talk about some blues, what's it going to take to make the playoffs this year. We're going to chat about music, what our top albums are, maybe some underrated albums. And lastly, we're going to reach into that grab bag of ours with your suggestions and see what happens. So sit back, relax, and let's go! i I just realized i forgot my coffee in the microwave so i guess i'm gonna be coffee-less for the duration of this podcast very i've got a ginger
1: ale next to me at all times oh
0: nice and i love the way you drink because you're a big slurper canada dry ginger ale you like to slurp your drinks and it's it's and it's gross my great-grandpa used to slurp his soup you know every Uh, every every bite and and my great grandma would get on him so hard about that so uh, is that the one you guys
1: put down early
0: (laughs) yeah man he's because he slurps on his soup we're like yeah to get rid of this guy he's the worst so uh so yeah welcome to cabin five and uh real quick we'll chat a little bit about why cabin five so i'll let mick talk about it for a second and we pretty much align uh with with what we why cabin five but uh go ahead mick take it away tell us about cabin five
1: yeah so cabin five what it means to me really it it was just this cabin that um me josh uh our good friend dave huniak um and a few of our other buddies uh clay was there with us in our cabin as well and we had uh, clayton rigid rigid boys staying in another cabin but down in beautiful branson missouri Uh, right on Lake Tanny Como, Trout Trout Hollow Lodge, um, a place where I got to really uh, get to know Josh a lot better uh, and Dave as well. Uh, Dave ate a worm, actually, a night crawler um, on that trip, which was, I'd never seen that before, so that was pretty (laughs) cool. But uh, also, I I got to burn some filet mignons for you guys. I I think I hyped them up like the whole week, like, you guys, these are going to be the best filets you ever had in your entire life. And then I torched them and Proceeded to put them in front of you. I think you guys ate them. Uh, yeah, we ate him. Of, ate course, him up, of course,
0: so. we ate them, man. We 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 weren't going to disrespect you like that. But no, the 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 fillets, they're wonderful from Meninos. Like they're they're wonderful. And because you talked them up so much, and you were like, oh man, I, I burned them so bad. Like you still got to give them a a second shot. Everybody did, and now everybody. You know at least over here in Illinois, we make the trip out to Wentzville, obviously, to see you, but then we'll we'll swing by Meninos and get some fillets and some spices and herbs and some bagged yeah. peanuts.
1: Peanuts for sure.
0: So, anyway, sorry, go on.
1: No, that's okay. No, I mean, really, it's just uh, a special place. It was uh, a special time. It was wintertime. It was cold. It was snowy. Yeah. We caught a lot of fish. Uh, Josh, you were on my boat, I think, the whole trip or most of the trip. So it was nice to spend some time with you out on the water. And you know, we, we hit that one hole where It was literally every cast on rooster tails and jigs and uh, just a good bonding experience. I feel like we really formed a good friendship there and um, have been good friends to this day. And since then, we've been hashtagging cabin five ever since.
0: Yep, absolutely. And that's, you know, it's it was the experience was grabbing, but we've known each other for you know early 2000s in college and then we like you, you know you had mentioned before we're car we were carnies with 62 sports group and right uh, casino events and inflatables and bounce houses and
1: uh the whole cotton, the whole candy. Candy. cotton candy snow cones yeah <laughs> waking waking up at uh well, not even we could do an overnight grad parties Remember those? i did those all the high time. schools Ugh.
0: yeah i did those all the time that was awesome i loved them i thought it was a blast i love it was for the it was fun it was when i got to
1: fun. do them with with space monkey yeah uh, that was, that was always- <laughs>
0: <laughs> so anyway that's why cabin five so uh, before we get started here into our first segment we're going to do a little q a just to get a little idea as to who we are, and what we're about. So I'm going to ask Mike some questions, and he's going to ask me the same questions. That way you can get to know us a little bit more. Super easy, super quick, and we'll run through it and see what happens. So, Mick, I'm going to ask you right now, what is your
1: favorite sport? Before we get started, can, oh, I, can, you, have, can you have two answers here? Or... I mean, I, the sky's the limit, bud. For you, okay. anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hockey and fishing, one okay. and two. I can't, right. really, I can't pick a favorite. I love them both.
0: All right. All right. Favorite leisure activity.
1: Uh, You know, I took a bubble bath today. I love bubble (laughs) baths. Um, Did you really? I did, dude. I I run cold. So like my feet are always freezing. My hands are always freezing no matter if it's hot outside. And if I'm stressed out, I'll just jump and have a nice hot bubble bath and takes all your worries away.
0: That's awesome.
1: And I like I like a good fire pit out back on the back porch with a cocktail in hand, too. So.
0: God, I couldn't tell you the last time I took a bath, let alone a bubble bath. I mean, I I just, well, I'm a bigger guy. So like I have to, it's very minimal water because once I get in, it raises about 15 inches. So it's like a real heavy real rainfall that comes in the bathtub and the water just increases immediately. And I just, yeah, I mean, I like getting in jacuzzis and stuff like that, but I, I need a bigger bathtub. So maybe in the next house we own, I'll, I'll
1: yeah, make sure try there's out.
0: a big bathtub. So anyway, all right. So. Uh, let's see. Who's your least favorite famous person?
1: Uh, I think it's a whole family of Kardashians. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. All right. Left-handed or right-handed reel?
1: I'm a switch hitter, man. So on the spinning rods, I'm a lefty. I real lefty. And then on the bait casters, I real righty. Yeah. Right. What body part hurts right now and why? Right now, it's my legs um, and my back. Pete and I fished the creek yesterday and it, it had, it had flooded. So it was just nothing but snot down there and we were slip sliding all over the place. And so, yeah, I think I pulled something down in that lower lower body day to day area. What's your favorite movie? Probably Braveheart uh, all time favorite movie Uh, on the comedy side, almost heroes. I believe Chris Farley's last movie he, he made before he died and then romantic drama gone with the wind. Probably
0: gone with the wind.
1: Huh? You like the classic. Oh yeah. What's that guy's name? Rex. Oh, he's dreamy. You've never seen gone with the wind. Oh, absolutely. I've seen gone with the wind. That doesn't
0: mean I remember the no, name.
1: Rex. I've seen Rex.
0: so many movies. I just don't remember anything about them. Usually. Yeah. Uh, a lot of brain cells missing. So, uh, what, so now um, I'm going to ask you a question. Those were all stock questions that we had aligned. So now I'm going to ask you a question that uh, you don't know about. So if you had to save the life between your wife and your mom, who would it be?
1: Oh, man, that's what a morbid question. Yeah, Well, welcome. Uh, I'd have to go with my, my wife. OK, don't make me say why. Just that's, No, I'm you don't just, have to you, say why. I'm just going just, with that. I'll make sure I email this episode to your mom. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, so anyway so now it's my turn all right josh um and remember you can have more than one answer because these are tough favorite sport baseball
0: or fishing hockey is a close second
1: okay so that's three uh favorite leisure activity
0: <laughs> uh mushroom hunting i love Heck mushroom
1: yeah hunting. me too uh least favorite famous person
0: so it's people and it's every nhl head coach besides the blues head coach i feel like they all look like turd bags (laughs) like i cannot stand any of them and they're all former hockey players you know so they all got broken noses and flat faces and i just i don't like the way any of them look or behave and when you see them oh god they just bug the crap out of me what
1: about coach q
0: what yeah no i loved him when he was here and then when he was with the blackhawks i wanted to punch him 15 times Hitchcock. Bam, bam, bam. Come on. Oh, <laughs>
2: now okay. Hitchcock
0: had some, had some wonderful, uh, things that he, like his, the phrasing of how he, of what he said. I, I you loved you it. Just when stick he was here, it
1: through right? their eye, jam it into their <laughs> yeah. brain. Until yeah. they're dead. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But, but no, I, I cannot stand. Oh, Pete DeBoer probably bugs me more than anybody.
1: Alan Vaneo. Oh, yeah. I hate,
0: I hate <laughs> that guy. Dude.
1: Dude. We could have a whole segment on, on coaches that we hate.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I hate all of them. Except we whoever's gotta, coaching for the Blues. Because you look at Baruby, I would dislike him very much yeah. if he were on a different team. Like, oh, he, look looks, at that he, guy. he
1: looks mean and scary. He's pretty yeah. intimidating. Yeah, for sure.
0: All right, next so, question. Okay,
1: so yeah, moving on. Left handed reel or right handed reel I'm, on the same, fishing side? Same as
0: you, buddy. Same as you. Nice. Same fist pound. Fist pound. Boom. Through the Boom. Zoom. In the Zoom.
1: Red right body zoom. part
0: is ailing you right now. The bottom of my feet because I have been so much more active over the course of the past 3 4 weeks with the weather changing and so the boys and I are getting out and we're hiking, cutting like I've cut the grass already. Uh I just did I built my raised bed, just moving and 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 doing things and not just being lazy and sitting on my bum. So my feet, the bottoms specifically.
1: Man, I would rub them for you if I could. I'm sorry to hear that. I will be by. What is your favorite movie princess bride hands down i love that
0: movie i think you just have you have an all-star lineup of actors in there and is that with Andre the giant oh yeah oh yeah mandy okay. patinkin is inigo montoya carrie elius is um wesley and robin wright penn at that time robin wright penn instead of robin wright she was buttercup christopher Guest is a six-fingered man i think so, yeah, just wonderful, wonderful. Wallace, Sean is Fazzini. Inconceivable.
1: Right. So I forgot just, all about that movie. I dude, need to watch I that.
0: love that movie. It just it's something that and, and, and I love it because it also sparked my cousin. I watched it with her when I was, I mean, young, and it really sparked my love of performance. And I think that's what kind of drove me into partially not all of it, but partially what drove me into enjoying movies and then in later on enjoying theater and being on stage and performing so
1: awesome good pick all right hit me with your best now i'm shot. gonna hit you with an improv with question
2: shot.
1: what is one thing in life you wish you could have done differently
0: not smoke cigarettes never pick up a pack of cigarettes and smoke those things they're the hardest things to quit it's you know it just it's it, it kills you over the long term Yeah. So no, no cigarettes. That would be it. That's a good one. So cool. Well, let's, uh, let's keep rocking and rolling here. Those were my, do you, do you have another question for me? I mean, I'm willing to answer.
1: No, I'm I'm just, I'm just itching my back. I know it looks like I'm getting ready to raise my hand, but
0: it looks like you have your hands down the back of your pants. So I was just, wasn't sure really what's going on. Yeah, everything's fine here. All right, so uh, let's talk about the Blues for a second. We we won't we won't get uh, hung up on this because I think everybody knows what's going on. So today is March twenty third. Yesterday, the Blues got shellacked by the Kings or by the uh, Golden Knights. Knights at Kings, Knights, whatever. So (laughs) they got shellacked by the Knights. So, But the question is, what's it gonna take for the Blues to make the playoffs in 2021? And I know we've talked about this a little bit via text and on the phone, but uh, what do you think, Mick? Uh, Do the Blues need to make the playoffs in
1: 2021? Man, what what a difference. I mean, if you would have asked me three days ago, I probably would have had a different answer because we were looking pretty good. A couple of wins uh, against the Kings. And I thought last night was the worst performance of the year. So well, I think last night exposed a whole heck of a lot. Um, and the number one thing I think right now is just effort. Uh, I don't know about you, Josh, but I I don't see 60 minutes. I don't see even 20 minutes per period of effort, you know, and it's, it's inconsistent. It's, you know, maybe one night, uh, the Clifford line's going the next night, the O'Reilly lights lines going. O'Reilly line was on fire um, against the, was it the sharks? Yeah. Well, they have 11 points, 11 points, and then they disappeared last night. So I think it starts with, for me, it starts with effort. Um, But I, I also, you know, obviously the injuries are playing a big part and, and how they're reeling right now and the chemistry is all out of whack. But I, you know, I think even with a healthy team, there's still also a few missing pieces to this team uh, that we can talk a little bit more about, but, Big bodies up front, big bodies back on the blue line too, clearing out the front of the net, not taking any crap from anybody, not letting Mark Stone just walk all over your team. Goodness and gracious, score goals and do Statue Liberties in front of your net. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna shut up because I'm getting mad. So, yeah. <laughs> so I think, I think a
0: lot of it is, is, and we had talked about this is that cohesion, that gel of the team we saw last year in. The 2020 season, the shortened season coming back from the from covid that they had no they had they were not a unified team, right? They didn't know how to play with each other. And I think because you've had so many the next man up mentality is wonderful, but right there's that works if you're only replacing one person and not like six or seven. And so. I think that really will take time to build over the next couple of weeks. I think in within the next week, if they don't start gelling and start stringing together three or four wins in a row, they're probably going to fall out of, out of an opportunity to, to make the playoffs because the Kings are hungry and I, I think they can take that fourth spot from us. So, but I think the, the cohesion gellingness of them, I, I also think tank needs to get hot or he, he at least needs to start heating up right now. I And I know it's been a long time since he has played, but, I he's got to start shooting the puck and when it's on his stick he's 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 doing Robert Thomas did at the beginning of the year and he's passing it a whole lot like shoot the puck and then lastly we have to be better defensively the coverage in front of the net is awful we saw it again last night people not being there forwards have been caught with their pants down a bit and for goodness sake convince Dunn not get beat one
1: on one like he gets beat one on one all the time. So it, it's like him and Sanford having a contest to, to see who can be the worst, <laughs> literally, every night. So I think those are the simple things that the simple yet
0: trying things that the Blues need to do to, to make the playoffs. It, yeah. It's, I, I think we're going to see this this Blues team and who they are within the next two weeks. And
1: will it we're be too late? To. I don't know. I, I mean, we 25, see- 25 games left? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, i I I mean and and buy-in i mean something i never thought i'd say with a craig baruby team especially is buy-in you know um everybody on the same page even with the next man up mentality you know i mean look at the uh the stanley cup playoffs we were shifting bodies in and out of the lineup i just feel like there was so much more chemistry there and so much more effort so yeah in a nutshell (laughs) they need a lot i mean i think they're they've got everything that That they need to make the playoffs but i don't see them going for a run unless a lot of things change right now yeah
0: they need to identify who they are it's that lack of identity and they need to really really come together are they going to be this speed team are they going to be this mash team where's the four check like they need to figure it out so and i think that like i said that's what you're going to see in the next couple weeks you got everybody back except for bozak and a couple others but like you have your core units back so so we'll see we'll see how it goes so
1: in your opinion is there any one player that can can turn this thing around? Does anybody have the power to turn yeah. this thing around?
0: Yeah, I think Tank can. I think he still has it in him to to fire off, you know, five, six goals in three games, four games, and really spark the really spark the team. You know, once once you get one that hot player going, you know, that shifts the other team's defense tremendously and opens up all your other guys. And we have the talent, we have the other guys. We need that superstar to start making those plays, and that's why yeah. Tank needs to heat up and get
1: going. I'd say the same for O'Reilly. I mean, the, O'Reilly took over a few of those those Stanley Cup final games against Boston. He yeah. he took over a lot of games in the playoffs just by being a bulldog essentially, yeah. you know. So that's another player I think that can can turn some things around and I want to see more from Robert Thomas as well. I really do. I think he's got all the talent in the world and I think Kairou has outplayed him so far this year. So, so. Uh,
0: all right, I wasn't going to bring this up but now that you brought up Kairou and Thomas, so the other day you were talking about how you think Kairou is a, a better player than Thomas. Watching Bob Thomas play last night, I'm going to have to disagree with you. I think Kairu is still so novice when you watch him play. You can tell he's still a rookie in this league. And I think Bob Thomas being on that line with Bozak and Maroon really helped him grow up quick. And I don't think Kairu's growing up as quick as he can because there's a lot of pressure on him being on the top line. And I don't think he knows how to, to, to play on both ends of the ice yet. Uh, that's evident. Um, with his he's got he's he has he makes some silly passes in his in his defensive zone but watching Bob Thomas come back if, if he's taking the shots and not just looking for passes all the time he's a dangerous player and last night I I saw that danger I saw him taking shots and I feel like he will be an impact player especially once he gets rocking and rolling
1: yeah so. and maybe and maybe I missed I don't want to go on record for saying that I think kairu is better than thomas i think kairu has outperformed thomas this year so far as far as skill set skill set and potential bob thomas all the way cool. but i i, I right. think i think kairu has got um got the edge so far this year as far as performance and that not only from what you see on the stats sheet yep I, i'll go, i'll go with you on that one so
0: All right. Well, Mick's got to take some drinks of his ginger ale and I need to get my coffee out of the microwave. So we will be right back after a word from our sponsor.
2: Are you looking for an energy drink that'll really rock your socks?! Are you looking for an energy drink that'll make your toes curl?! Are you looking for an energy drink that'll make hair grow on your feet?! Are you looking for an energy drink that'll make the toenails grow even longer than the longest of toenails in the world?! Are you looking for an energy drink that'll make your feet squirm!? Are you looking for an energy drink That'll make you click your heels three times and wish you were at home. Are you looking for an energy drink that has to do everything about feet? Well, try our energy drink. Feet. It's the best for your feet. Motherfu-
0: And we're back. Hey, well, you know, I I really appreciate those guys. They, They do a lot for our community and they they really they make an impact all around.
1: Yeah, and it just shows you that convicted felons can turn things around. <laughs> right. So
0: <laughs> So so I got my coffee and Mick had his ginger ale, so we're going to move on to segment 2 and we're going to do a little music today. So I I want to I want to talk about what our top album of all time is and why Mike, you want to go with this one or
1: I want you to go first for once. Okay. Cause I always go first. So you're it's right. like just a big spotlight you're, right you're on right. me. And I get so nervous and uh. <laughs> Josh, what is your top al- album? Like musical album of all, and it doesn't have to be like a record. It can be a CD. It can be a tape. It can be any type of format of music that is created a, uh, ensemble of songs that could be considered an album did you just ask me what my favorite musical is because i will tell you if you want to. no god no. okay all right album
0: all right. well i mean <laughs> musicals are on albums so that's for your other podcast my fair lady uh no uh, no my my favorite album is hands down hold on I, can
1: i guess first yeah go ahead i'm gonna say dookie by green day
0: no, but that's a good guess. That's definitely a top 10 album for me. Okay. Just, just because that's my childhood. That's one of the first CDs I ever owned. 10 CDs yep. for a penny. And man, the artwork on the front of that album is wonderful. But no, that is not it. Different uh, different decade.
1: Okay. I just, I just get one guess. Oh, so you want to guess the artist? Pink Floyd.
0: Yep, Pink Floyd. Sorry, it's probably gross. I just took a big old drink of my coffee
1: in the microphone. But
0: yeah, Dark Side Pink, of the Moon.
1: The Wall the wall nice you want to know why man that, that's gonna make mine so good we're gonna have a battle here so you, you want to know
0: you want to know great a, i do a musical battle can we rap battle because i'll rap battle you if you want a rap battle it's up to you a rat battle are you saying rat <laughs> yeah rat battle you'll see you'll see <laughs> okay so no pink floyd pink floyd's the wall and and i i love this album. Because it tells a story, it's a concept album, right? It's almost like a musical for me, and it'll—I mean, it is—it's a story. So it's about Floyd Pinkerton, you know, running through his life and and what happens, and it mirrors Roger Waters' life, you know, with a a number of the songs and and just with the 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 animations and the puppetry that they have, and it's just—I I really enjoy the depth and Pink Floyd, you know, they they the sound that they bring, and and the beginning part of the musical i'm sorry of the album is it just starts out like rock and roll right
2: Da-dum, dum dum dum
1: dum dum it's an experience it really it, is it,
0: it, yeah absolutely and so and but then you know it's once you get to the latter tracks that's when you start having this these characters come about these these musical type characters i had air quotes so everybody knows they could hear it in my voice but these musical type characters, and it's so engaging and riveting. And I wrote like four papers in comparison, de- depending on what the, the class was in college. I wrote like four different papers using the wall. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's my favorite. It's a spectacle.
1: Yeah, well, the phone lines are not blowing up right now because everybody agrees with you, Josh. Nobody's going ar- to
0: argue that. Watch the, Roger Waters has a, has a Blu-ray version of the wall. Uh, it's not of the wall. It's not of the movie, the wall it's of him in concert and it is absolutely incredible. So you, you, if you haven't checked that out, you you should, you should watch that. So, all right, Mick, your turn. What's your top album of all time. I'm going to say, let's see, I'm going to say it's queen. Is it queen? No, I'm going to say pumpkins. You don't get two guesses. All right. Well, I
1: just guessed a second time. So I, I, I indeed get two guesses. Yeah, it's the pumpkins. Melancholy and the infinite sadness, another that's, double album. And that's one with the, the stars
0: all over on the front of yes, the on the album cover. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh best selling double album of all time. Um man, just I mean, from from front to finish. I if, and I'll tell you my the first my I'm first have
0: Ted I'm gonna have I'm sorry, I'm gonna have Ted check on that to make sure that I'm gonna have our stats guy check to make stat, sure that it's the top selling yeah, double yeah, album fact, of all time.
1: Fact check that, won't you, Ted? After you're eating that donut, you fat <laughs> don't, fuck. Sorry. Don't, Sorry, I, I you don't know. mean. Okay. Just go, go on. Tell, tell us why. Come on. So my first favorite album was Weezer Blue. The first CD I ever had was Weezer Blue. I mean, you know, Buddy Holly in the garage, uh, the Sweater Song, all that good stuff. But then I traded, I believe it was a Wayne Gretzky on the Blues hockey card for Melancholy. And I had my little disc, man, and I would listen to it on the bus. And I really fell in love with the album from front from start to finish. You got you got the classics like 1979, Zero, Bullet with Butterfly Wings, Tonight, Tonight, 33, you know, which is a little bit of hard rock all the way to the slow, soft, enchanting piano songs. So it really covers everything that could, you know, fancy anybody's taste buds for music. It's got a little bit of everything in there and not to mention some of the videos and the grammys they won for the album the tonight tonight video such an iconic video won won so many awards but just like in the 1979 video with the kids driving around in the car cool kids never have the time house parties um that whole thing i think it really it was probably the peak of alternative rock um especially in the 90s i would say that album was because things went to britney spears and christina aguilera and it you know, things got a lot poppier after that, and I feel like music kind of changed. So it's always going to be a special one for me.
0: Yeah, that, and that is a, that's a wonderful album. Now, as, as I look through, or as, as Ted looks through uh the stuff, he, he let me know that there's a, that, you know, he's only looking at one, one poll and it has melancholy and infinite sadness at number 13, and The Wall is at number 11. So, but now, Is
1: that is he looking in the U.S. sales or worldwide?
0: It's worldwide and it's rock. And then they have the Rolling Stones as is, is number one. So the Rolling Stones, Exile and Main Street.
1: Maybe it was, yeah, maybe was one. It in the best selling in the U.S. Maybe it was. I, I could have that wrong. I mean, I'm not, you know, so Ted's, the, Ted's pretty...
0: the best selling album of all time. Thank you, Ted. The best selling album of all time is Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson's History, Past, Present and Future, book one from 1995. With over 33 million copies sold worldwide. Yeah, that's not a double album, though. We're, we're yeah. talking. Du- yes, we're talking. Du- that's a
1: double album. Oh really? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, well, yeah. I I stand corrected.
0: That's all right. It won't be
1: the first time. Maybe it, maybe it was the best selling at one time. I don't know. I'm just giving you. I'm just giving you shit, man. No, 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 no.
0: I think. I think. But mm-hmm. it is. It's. I mean. It's clearly, you know, top ten, top fifteen, double album especially in the rock genre of all time, but, but like Pink Floyd, the pumpkins are storytellers. Right. And like Pink Floyd, the lead singer had a lot of animosity with the rest of the band. Right. You know, and I, honestly, I think that kind of produces some, some good.
1: Well, here's something music. you didn't know who, who, here's a trivia question for you. Just, just off the, uh, just off the press. All right. Who, in, who inducted Pink Floyd into the hall of fame?
0: Who inducted the, Pink, Aretha the Franklin?
1: Rock, the Rock the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Aretha Franklin. Billy Corgan oh, uh, all right. of the Smashing Pumpkins. So all right. Billy Corgan, you know, obviously huge influence on Pumpkins' music. And uh, after he inducted them into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, he got to play Wish You Were Here Acoustic with him live on stage. It's a YouTube video. Got to check it out. Perfect. I will look at it.
0: All right. Cool. Well, those are good. Uh, you won't, so I'll send I'll you a I'll link. Yeah, send I'll me a send link, s- and then I'll send it you out. The Oh, <laughs> if you send me a link, I'll check it out. But if you don't, I'll just forget. I'll forget, it, man.
1: But isn't that really what people mean? Like, yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. <laughs> You're not going to look at shit unless I send it to you and say, "Hey, watch this," and then 20 minutes later say, "Hey, what did what did you think of that?" Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll I'll own up to
0: that. I, I'll yeah. own up to that. So. So, like it is. In, All right, now it's your turn to go first. So second music question of the day. What's an yes. underrated album that everyone should listen to once? Underrated album that everybody should listen to once.
1: Um, right now, it's probably not underrated because it's got a lot of hits, but Ugly is Beautiful by Oliver Tree is a freaking, it's a jammer, man. He's got some, some kick-ass songs on there. Um, I would just say that's kind of just an underground artist in general that you don't hear on the radio and that, has a huge following, a cult following through social media and, you know, the Twitters and the Facebooks and things like that, but he's got some straight out bangers on there. And some of his music videos are super, super creative, definitely worth checking out. But beyond that, I would say really anything's through Jill Simpson. I mean, the guy is so darn talented. He can do just about anything. I think he just put out a bluegrass album called Cutting Grass. Um, super awesome <laughs> album. Uh, the one before that, I should know the name of it um make art not friends kick-ass album as well so anything stir jill so that's what right. i got what about you so for
0: me you know the first thing that came to mind for me was quadrophenia by the who but i think that that album is known well enough that it's maybe not an underrated album so there's an album called black focus by yusef kamal and that's that's two dudes uh they're an English duo. Uh, it's Yusef days and kamal williams and it is this jazz electronic funk mix and uh, i bought the the record and it is just so interesting to listen to i the 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 tonality and the uniqueness of everything is just so wonderful so if you get an opportunity check it out it's called black focus i just wrote it down i'll, I'll send you a link
1: send me a link yes please i will
0: send you a link so uh, it's 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 really nice so it's a keyboardist and a drummer and you know through those two mediums they they compose this just this beautiful lyrical even though there's no words it's 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 very it's it's a very magical album so check it out black focus so cool yeah well let's uh let's 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 i think we have time to squeeze in one more word from another sponsor and then we will come back for a third segment and uh we can go from there so without further ado here you go Mm, ah,
1: mm, 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 mm. okay oh ready okay all right hi y'all this is rob from rodsboats.com If you're in the market for a fishing rod or a boat, we've got you covered. Let's take it to this new customer who just walked in the door. What's your name, sir? Yeah, how you doing? Good, what's your name? Doing good, how are you doing today? Doing really good, what brings you into the store? Yeah, I uh, heard you guys had some biscuits and gravy uh, uh, today. Yeah, all of our customers, you come in, you buy a boat, you buy a rod. You're going to get some biscuits and gravy here too, folks. We got a 20% sale going on Finwicks. We got a nice deal going where you buy one, you get one 50% off on the St. Croix today. Also, we got a couple of boats, just two left here on our inventory floor. You're going to want to come check us out. Again, that's rodboat, rodboats.com. I'm Rod. That was Terry. He's getting some biscuits and gravy. Come on down, folks. It's going to be a blast. We'll be here till 5, Monday through Friday, and till 6 on Saturdays. We'll see you soon.
2: Rodsboat.com, Rodboatrodboats.com Rodboats.com are all copywritten, trademarked by Rodsboats. This advertisement meets no regulations whatsoever of the FCC or the NBA. b gs are only available with qualifying purchase.
1: And we're back. All right, man. I love those guys a whole bunch. Except yeah, for okay. when they they're except for okay. when they come in the studio because they they really stink.
0: And yeah, well, I, that's what I was gonna say. I think they like it's it's fart central with them, but they're SBDs, so like you never know if it's that, well, if it's body odor. You
1: don't know if it's if it's shower month for them or not. That's right. the thing. It's like right. flip flip a coin on right. if it's <laughs> shower month or not. <laughs>
0: Mm, so so anyway, thanks to them. We, we we love you guys. We we're just having fun. So <laughs> let's move on to segment three. So our sec our third segment, and who knows, we may mix things around, but our third segment is a grab bag. Mick and I have each texted and called and reached out to numerous friends, acquaintances, family members, enemies, and have asked them to supply us with topics. And so we have about forty topics now. It was twenty six earlier this morning, and then I had a flood of them come in. So Wait, we have you about- reached out to enemies? Yeah, absolutely. Man, absolutely man. They, These, they have this some is of the exciting. best. They have some of the best topics. Like, so why, so anyways, why so, were you born? Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, and they are th- exactly. I mean, that's a tough question to answer if you think about it. Why <laughs> why why was I born? Why is that's, earth? What is my purpose? Yeah. So what? so I yeah, all right, we get it. So so we have a grab bag. It says I'll show Mick. It says bathhouse. What does it say? Bathhouse.
1: Why don't you back it up a little bit? Oh, Bathhouse, so- soapery, soapy. and cu- and conundrums.
0: <laughs> Bathhouse, soapery, and caldarium. Cal- cal- that's not, that's caldarium. Not, that's what I said. Anyway, this must have come from my mother at some point, filled with some kind of goody of some sort. Mm-hmm. But anyway. So I have them all in here, they're all cut out, so we're going to reach in, and if we have time, we'll discuss a second one. If not, we'll just discuss one. So I'm going to reach in, and we'll do this every week. So if you have topics, reach out to Mick or myself uh, and and let us know, and we will we will get on it. So and hopefully we'll have a Facebook page uh, in the near future, so that way, if you want to have or tell us how terrible we are, if you have an idea or whatever, we can we can go about it that way. So So I just pulled the first one out of the bag, and the question is. What do you do to combat stress? I know what Mick does. He takes bubble baths. He loves bubble baths. Yeah. So, yeah, there's other there's other remedies. So what do you do to combat stress? That's a good one. I mean, I honestly, that's something that I never really recognized in my life until I had kids, was stress. And I, I know I had it, but I think, you know that i worked with it well and so it didn't really affect me as much as as maybe my stress affects me now with work and kids and everything else on top of it trying to put together some stupid ass podcast and and it's just all of it put together not this podcast though that's my musical podcast right so i just want you i just want i just want to be clear this is not this is not. oh oh, here
1: here it comes guys he's gonna plug his other podcast (laughs) get get ready here it comes
0: so i'm not gonna plug it yet so i I don't yeah yet
1: yet so
0: <laughs> so for me, you know, what do I do to reduce stress is uh I quit my job last year and started doing something that I love to do, i still yes understanding what my purpose is in life, uh which may sound a little i don't know big, ambiguous but but it's not, it's very narrow focused and and now I find myself helping other people with the same thing and helping businesses and small businesses and doing what I love to do, which is theater and art and improv and rolling it into that business world. And so stepping away from a job that put a lot of stress on my life, on my family, on my financials, stepping away from that, it was the best decision. And I did it in the middle of COVID. And it was the best decision that I have made in my professional career. So so that you know was a big part of Combating stress is doing something that I love to do on a regular basis, as opposed to doing something that I had to do to earn a paycheck. And then, you know, I I think it's about getting out and doing those leisurely activities we talked about—bubble baths or or mushroom hunting. Like getting out of the house and and having some alone time as well. I think is very important. I never really recognized alone time until Acacia, my wife, was like, "Leave me, leave me alone. I need alone time." And I was like, "Oh, yeah." oh that's yeah okay all right i can i could see how i'm smothering you thanks for putting it so eloquently so but no for real um i think having that alone time is is very important as an individual
1: so those are some things that i do what do you do that's freaking beautiful man i i'm pretty (laughs) i'm pretty moist right now
2: (laughs) thanks man It, it was a lot to get off my chest
1: well that's what this is for josh so that's right um, I agree with the job thing. I wish I was, I wish I had the as you do because, you know, I've always had dreams of becoming like a professional fisherman or opening my own tackle store, this, that, and the other. And I, I'm in a place now where I could probably do it. I'm just too big of a pussy to do it. So hat tip to you for making Thanks. that leap. And it's awesome that you're, you're loving it so far. And you're controlling your own destiny. So that's really cool. You know, I did something similar, I guess, with my old job in the event industry, I was traveling, you know, two to three days a week, two or three times a month. And with two little kids at home, it, it just, I was miserable and I hate traveling as it is. I get super anxious out on the road. So I, I, I I take Xanax. So that's a stress reliever. Um, So, (laughs) um, but I used to have to take it when I was flying and stuff like that. I, scared of the big aeroplanes so but eliminating the travel was huge for me i i've only traveled once since i've been at my new job um there we go saying um a lot we're gonna have an "um" counter on this Um, podcast um um but getting outside man i mean has to be number one for me especially after a long winter where i can't really do a lot of fishing i'm a I'm a country guy. I'm an outdoors guy. I've got to have that fresh air. And unfortunately I I work from home. So I sit in front of my computer. I sit in front of the old laptop all day long. So anytime I can get outside and just get some fresh air, maybe take a few casts, look for some mushrooms. It does wonders for me from a stress standpoint and kind of, it's like hitting the reset button for me.
0: So that trade-off, that trade-off was worth it. So uh, no more traveling, sit in front of a screen all
1: day. Yeah, because it doesn't cause me stress to sit at home in my own house as much as it did being on the road and flying to different cities and getting the rental car and trying to find an address and, you know, hopping from meeting to meeting to meeting while all the time worrying about Kelly, my wife and our two little ones at home and putting all that stress on her just added more stress to me and to our marriage as well. So, right. Anything else you do to alleviate stress or
0: what was the question again? Oh, I drink about
1: uh, I drink about a fifth of whiskey a, a night <laughs> yeah, and I'll still smoke a cigar here and there.
0: <laughs> All right. You want to pull another one or you want to call it quits today? Uh, I think we have time for one more. All right. Let's pull it. So I'm reaching into the bag. Woo. Let's grab this one here. It's a semi-long one. That's what she said. See here. Oh, this is a, this is another good topic. So we're going to get a little, uh, not political, but uh, political. So transgender athletes playing in their respective sports. So I know that that was actually thrown out by uh, one, Mr. Christopher Andrew Ridgig. Look him up. He's an Edward Jones advisor, hire him. He's really good at what he does or fire him (laughs) if you don't like him. But he had seen an article about how there is a transgender female in MMA who is crushing skulls, which for me, I feel like the MMA is regulated more because it's by weight class. And so I don't, is it because I mean, do, do men inherently have a a larger muscle mass, but for me, I'm, I'm good with it until, you know, I guess skulls are smashed until people get hurt.
1: Yeah. I mean, oh God, what a, (laughs) <laughs> and and here's the deal I,
0: I, yeah and i want to keep it in the i want to keep it in terms of talking about the the sports and the athletics and not necessarily right the 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 politics of transgender because i i do believe that you know with with athletics if you want to play sports then play sports wherever and however you're allowed to play sports and where you're and where you can play sports
1: right i i i think where i draw the line is if anybody is legitimately doing it to get a competitive advantage you know like absolutely and i and I, you've heard stories of that like hey well this person was terrible right <laughs> at, at men's track and then boom female gold me, go, yeah. gold medals so, you know like so it's and and i think i think the the real people you need to ask is women is there a new lower ceiling for women and men and men yeah i don't
0: yeah I, it's it's a tough it's a tough question, but for me, I'm, I'm good
1: with it. Like, go for I th- it, go, I go think play your sport and, and have fun. And every situation is probably different, you know, and unique in its own way. I'm, yes. I'm all, I'm all for inclusion and making integrated sure sports everybody and everybody can, can play. I mean, sports is all I did growing up. Everybody should have the same opportunities there, but I, you know, if there's, you hear the the crazy stories of some people taking advantage of it, or like you said, People getting hurt, you know. There's got to be a line somewhere with with that. I think because it's not fair. Let's just let's just face it. You know. And then how do you
0: regulate that? You know.
1: And then how do you how do you regulate that? You can't. Can you? I mean, I think it's there's like a federal law.
0: And again, I think it's I think it's very much like you said. It's I think it's dependent upon the sport as well. You know, because right. If you're just in terms of because, like I said, my biggest issue is. That is obviously it's the unfair advantage. I don't know. I don't know. I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear like my wife's perspective on this because she is very. Right. She's way smarter than me. And we, and we need some female athletes on here. We we definitely do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's table that question. And I think we should definitely bring this up again uh having on Kelly or Keisha or or anybody else any other female or transgender athlete that would like to be on I'm I'm all about it like let's let's for do sure. it and see and and let's let's get educated let's understand so right um, all right that's, that's that what four, we do here that took 4 minutes yeah it's a place it's look cabin 5 is a place for open talk talk about whatever we want sports Trans, and leisure whatever transgenders
1: we are welcome in cabin 5 any any day of the week absolutely anybody's welcome in
0: cabin 5 Almost.
1: Almost. Uh, There's a a
0: few people that aren't going to be welcome in cabin.
1: Well, and a few that just can't stay the night. (laughs) Yeah. Come by. Come by for a burnt filet, but... (laughs) Uh, You want to draw one more? Yeah, I got a couple minutes.
0: Okay. All right. Let's reach into the bag of tricks and pull this one out. And this one is... Let's see. If you were an animal, what would it be? So I guess... (laughs) Is this uh, like a realistic thing? Like, if you were an animal, what would you be? Or if you were an animal, what would you want to be?
1: Yeah, there's a big difference there.
0: So let's say if you were an animal, what would you be? Well, actually, let's do this. Tell me what you think I would be, and I'll tell you what you would be. Oh, man. And it's, and it's difficult because, you know, I'm trying. I think you would be a cuddly
1: koala bear. Oh, well, thank you. That's very, that's very sweet of you. You like when I see you, I just want to go hug you, and that's how I feel about koala bears. Good, my cologne is working. Koala cologne. Coco koala cologne. I just,
0: gosh, man, that's that stuff is awesome.
1: I, I'll get you a bottle for Christmas. Well, they they are a good sponsor of the show.
0: They definitely are. So
1: we actually get it for free. I've got a whole case. So, but yeah, thanks. Uh, well, you know, I'm just trying to do
0: my do my best over here. So a what koala, kind of, what, huh? What kind of animal am I? Man, I, it's it's hard because, you know, I look at your characteristics, you're tall, you're strong, but at the same time, I don't think you're like this fierce, like tiger lion, but you're not lanky like a giraffe. Although, you know, you watch some of those nature things, those giraffes kick some ass. I, yeah, what, what can mean? You know, I, honestly, you're like a and I, I know you just said a koala, but you're like a bear, like a skinny bear. <laughs> you know, like a like a grizzly bear, a, like
1: mal- a, malnourished, you're a, you're a malnourished. a malnourished polar bear <laughs> trying to find some goddamn food in the Antarctic. Got it. Where have all the seals gone? That's what I was gonna say. I wanted to be.
0: <laughs> I yeah. I mean, yeah. Because you're so you have soft fur. You're a soft guy. You're hairy. I don't know. That's the best I got. All right. Thank moving you. on. If you were an animal, what would you want? So what kind of animal would you want to be?
1: Hmm. Right? I think I'd want to be an eagle because they're majestic.
0: And I can fly higher than an eagle. If I
1: could just get a couple damn points out. They're majestic. <laughs> Mick is the wind beneath my wings. Just get one damn sentence out. Yeah, go ahead. Get it out. They have sharp talons. Sharp talons. They can fly in the air. Yeah. They can catch fish like nobody's business yeah that's true they're beautiful they're stunning and they're majestic what's up drop mic. yes you you uh, are an eagle
0: (laughs) (laughs) thank you that's a good description of an eagle i don't know man i think i'd want to be a fish of some sort so i could there's so much in the ocean that's unexplored and i just think it'd be interesting but the problem with being a fish and i guess it's the problem in real life is like you know you always get eaten by the bigger fish so maybe i i, I would want to be the biggest fish in the ocean okay i could just swim around lazily kind of check out other fish and all i eat is plankton you know i'm a i'm a, I'm a, a, a filter vegeta- feeder i'm a vegetarian
1: gotcha you know it's just like a big old jerk i just want to observe
0: stuff. i just want to observe and i think maybe part of that is drawn from i just got so i just got the oculus quest Two, the virtual reality thing so cool So I put it on and I watch this thing with Great Whites and I'm just like in the middle of the ocean looking around and I can look down and just the depth down there. And then I look all around and it just was really, really cool. So dang. uh, Yeah, that that was well worth the, you know, six hundred and fifty five thousand dollars that I spent
1: for virtual reality. Like, wow, well, well worth it. Well, you want you basically you want to be a grass carp
0: yeah 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 but a big grass carp
1: big old grass carp like a, nice man
0: a big huge grass carp
1: because i'm an eagle and i see that grass carp i'm just i'm coming in for the and i'm kill. just i'm diving i'm diving deep you and i'm gonna I'm get, get close get to and me. i'm gonna say man you know what i think i'm gonna leave that grass carp alone you know you what look, i'm going seems to be nice.
0: i'm going to be the biggest grass carp in the entire world and therefore your little eagle talons won't be able to pick me up because yeah. you will not be near strong enough to be able to do that right now.
1: I bet you $20 I can. Bet
0: taken. All, All right. right, well, so I've had enough of I've had enough of you for this week, so let's uh let's finish this up and and move on.
1: All right. Yeah. Well, we want to thank everybody for taking a listen to the podcast and uh josh is shooing his kids away right now so he's really gotta go but we're gonna see you next week we had a good time uh hopefully i feel better next week and i got a little more pep to my step but all in all not bad for number one hey josh hey all right buddy we'll see y'all later
0: okay Bye. bye